J.M. in the A.M. That's Benny Friedman, the Center for Jewish Life Testimonial Dinner, Center for Jewish Life based in Marlboro, New Jersey, under the leadership of Rabbi Yossi Kanelsky. Their testimonial dinner is coming up February the 8th. That's Sunday, February the 8th, with many distinguished honorees. The testimonial dinner will feature guest speaker, U.S. Congressman Chris Smith, Republican from the 4th District here in New Jersey, senior member on the Foreign Affairs Committee and chair of the Congressional Caucus on Combating Anti-Semitism. Happens Sunday, February the 8th, beginning at 5 p.m. with cocktails at the Center for Jewish Life on Route 79 in Marlboro, New Jersey. Rabbi Yossi Kanelsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank morning, you. how are you? Baruch Hashem, thank you for having me back here. It's always a pleasure to be here, and I always reminisce my early days back in the old, uh, in West Orange, was it? East Orange, you remember that place? East Orange, yes, in the small gray uh, You must be older house. than I think you are. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> On the right-hand side of the street. Yeah. How many, uh, how many years has the Center for Jewish Life in Marlboro existed? Eleven years. We're celebrating our 11th anniversary. How, who, who, and I don't know if this is... A complicated question or not. Who assigned you? Who recommended? Who sought out that Marlboro could use a young rabbi like you to open up a Chabad center in a place like Marlboro? It's a great question, and the answer to that is that my father, as uh, you know very well and is a very frequent visitor here to the station. Yeah, but he's Union County. Correct. Uh, many of the families that he was servicing that lived back in the day in Elizabeth um, eventually moved out of the apartments and uh, established themselves and moved down south. Really? To Old Bridge, to uh, Marlboro, Manalapin, Coltsneck, Freehold, East Brunswick, and... Uh, wanted to have more of a presence in their area, you know, schlepping, you know, 40 minutes to an hour uh, sometimes is difficult. And right. to be able to really be involved, not just come to shul once a year, uh, required that. And so there was actually a written petition uh, where we moved originally in Madison Gardens by the uh, residents there asking my father to find them someone to move there and to establish a shul. And in 2004, that is when uh, Dean and I, my wife, uh, we moved to Oldbridge and we established the center was uh, in 2004. In fact, one of the honorees uh, this year, which is receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award, Mr. Israel Libus, um, is a resident of Madison Gardens who formerly lived in Elizabeth and went to my father's shul uh, immediately when he immigrated here back in 1991 and uh, moved to Madison Gardens and uh, joined our shul and frequently came there every single Shabbos. Uh, he recently celebrated last month his 88th birthday, Kenai Nahara. Wow. And uh, he is uh, still coming to shul, Baruch Hashem, and uh, still saying L'chaim. Herbayesi <laughs> <laughs> Her- 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 Kanelski is here. It must be one of the most frightening and fearful experiences being told, especially in the system that Chabad houses usually undertake, because essentially, I know it's not always 100% like this, but essentially you're responsible for the building, for the fundraising, etc., the whole infrastructure, the whole operation, which makes sense, because otherwise it would be impossible to support all the different Chabad houses around the world. It must be a frightening experience at any young age to be given that type of assignment. It is. It's frightening. It's challenging. But... Uh 
with the inspiration and direction of the Rebbe, uh, any task is uh, surpassed with great accomplishments. And uh, if you talk about the Rebbe, uh, this Friday is going to be the yard site of the previous Lubavitch Rebbe, Yud Shvat, the 10th day of Shvat. And uh, I recall a story that uh, was told. There was an individual, individual, excuse me, who who challenged, who questioned the previous Rebbe back in Russia when he was uh, essentially borrowing money to build mikvos, to build a mikvah, ritual bath uh, house, and money that obviously was borrowed. People that were involved in building the mikvos uh, were arrested, uh, and eventually the mikvos were closed. And so he came to the Rebbe and he says, why all of this? You know, toil. Why are you working so hard? Why are you doing all of this? When this is the eventuality, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, the mikveh is maybe open for a few days, a week, mm-hmm. or and, you know, and all of this is going on. And the Rebbe, you know, became very serious and said that even if one individual benefits and uses this mikveh, then all of the work and all of the toil and all of the hassle that is involved is beneficial. So if we talk on a much larger scale where after 11 years there are 2,000 families that call Center for Jewish Life their home from three different counties, when we have today almost 100 children coming every Sunday to Hebrew school in eight different classes. When we started, we had four children in one small class. Are there over 100 now? Over 100 children coming every Sunday. We have eight different classes, hmm. Kanainahara. We have a summer camp that after two years already has 50 children coming. And this year... Also based in Marlboro? Also in, the same, in our center, the Marlboro Jewish Day Camp. We have 40 young boys and girls that are in high school that are coming every single Thursday for two hours to learn, to study, to socialize, to interact, to maintain, to preserve their Jewish identity. Of course it's worth it. Rabbi Yassi Kanelsky is here. Do you have any support for all this? I don't mean financial support. Are there other Chabad families that have moved in or other people involved in educational potentially who help you out? Or is it you and your wife who are doing all of this, the camp, the Hebrew school, and everything else? It's all you. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Dina and myself that are there. Um, we have, uh, a van of, uh, of young women that come in uh, on Sundays to help out in the teaching. Obviously, we have eight different classes. Uh, and during the week, we have a full office staff that help and prepare and work and make this all happen. But, uh, we are the Nachshon Ben Aminadov yeah, in, in Marlboro. And what about the day camp? You have people who come in every day as staff? We have a full staff. We actually employ some of the local uh, teen members mm. to get them involved and interact, and, and they've grown tremendously. In fact, this past summer, uh, some of the uh, from counselors that joined them from Lakewood um, had some had a Shabbaton and had some interactive programming after camp where the girls have maintained a connection and relationship and grown themselves in Yiddishkeit. So amazing. Very interesting. And on a typical Shabbos, you could have a big crowd over there. We had this past Shabbos uh, 60 people. Very nice. Baruch Hashem. The Center for Jewish Life Testimonial Dinner, which will feature guest speaker U.S. Congressman Chris Smith, Republican from the 4th District and senior member of the Foreign Affairs Committee and chair of the Congressional Caucus 
on combating anti-Semitism happens Sunday, February the 8th, starting at 5 p.m. at the Center for Jewish Life. You're doing this in the building itself? In our center, yes. Route 79 in Marlboro, New Jersey. What's the phone number for information on this? 732-316-7600. There's also a website, cjlnj.com, CJL for Center for Jewish Life, cjlnj.com for information, and you can help support the amazing work of Rabbi Kanelsky down in Marlboro, New Jersey. Tell me about the four sets of honorees that you have slated for February the 8th. Uh, beginning with the guests of honor, Jan and Lena Feldman. Uh, interestingly, uh, they're formerly from Marlboro. Uh, a few years ago, they moved down to Princeton, New Jersey, and still maintain a close relationship with the center, perhaps now more than ever. Uh, missing uh, what they had just around the corner from their house at one point. Um, I was privileged to study, prepare both of their boys for bar mitzvah. In fact, their younger son, Joseph, uh, attends our teen club periodically all the way from Princeton. Uh, Jan and Lena have been with us from day one, from the inception of the center, and have been a, uh, at the forefront and one of the founding members of making this all happen. I recall sitting in Jan's office a number of years ago and telling him about this ambitious idea of uh, moving to Marlboro and buying this big building. And he said, Rabbi, I thought only I was that crazy to take on such a challenge. But I said, I need you to uh, join me. And uh, so four years later, we are here and uh, celebrating in this uh, magnificent building. As you mentioned earlier, we're going to be celebrating. We have a 5,000-square-foot ballroom itself in the center where we'll celebrate the dinner. Uh, one of the main things, if you you know, that I would attribute to Jan is that he's uh, extremely uh, passionate and influential in encouraging uh, some of his peers and friends who maybe still have not yet had a bris milah uh, to do so, and uh, people that have uh, that he has encouraged has rippled effect to uh, other friends of theirs in other parts of the world, as far as Russia and uh, the Ukraine, etc. So they are our guests of honor, and we're very uh, glad to have them as a part of us and, and really thank them for their support. Uh, Alex and Tanya Smirtenko, uh, recipients of the Community Service Award. Tanya has been uh, one of the founders, uh, along with another woman, uh, Dina and myself, uh, with this J-Teen program. Uh, immediately when we opened the center, we had teen programming, but it was more uh, holiday-based. Every few months we did something periodically for the teens. And uh, probably about six years ago, seven years ago now, um, we decided to start having a teen program on a weekly basis on Thursdays. And Tanya was extremely helpful. Uh, attending every single week with us, putting this all together, and slowly, you know, putting a nice group. We started with probably five, six boys and girls, and today over 40 boys and girls that are coming. And on a regular Thursday? On a regular Thursday, and, and parents tell me... Central New Jersey? You know, one of the mothers tells me, says, I don't know what you do with the kids <laughs> on Thursday, but from Monday there is a talk in the house, who's going to bring my son to your program on Thursday night? So it's very special, and in fact, uh, moving to the next honoree, to Igor and Irina Cherny, their son, a, an alumni of our J-18 program, is responsible for bringing his parents to the center. 
Uh, he was introduced to the teen from a friend of his in high school who told him, you know, come with me. There's a cool new program in These town. These kids are in local high schools, yes. I assume. Yeah, they're in Marlboro High School and Cold Snake High School and Oldbridge. Um, and he came and he loved it. And a few weeks later, his parents show up at my door and tell me, <laughs> our son tells me all about this. And he says, we need to join. We need to be a part of this. And so they are uh, being honored for the Community Partnership Award because ever since they have been a driving force in their own quiet and polite way, uh, inspiring their friends to join and be a part. Their son now is uh, currently in Rutgers University and uh, recently attended one of our Shabbatons for the teen alumni college students uh, during the uh, winter break. His brother now uh, is in our J-18 program, uh, was bar mitzvah two years ago, and his youngest sister is in our Hebrew school. And uh, last but not least, uh, Israel Libas, as I mentioned earlier, uh, is receiving the uh, Lifetime right. Achievement Award for his involvement. Uh, all great uh, individuals that really make up and give you a glimpse as to the community that we've established, thank God, and, and a lot to come. How do you do it, Rabbi Kanelsky? What is the secret? Well, a lot, of, a lot of teens would think it's not exactly cool to go to a J teen program, you know. It's uh, it's become very cool. Uh, they, I, I want to say that the the J teen has rippled. That uh, first of all, college students today tell me I had a girl in my office uh, two months ago uh, had a special write up, I guess, to do in college, and she told me that her friends today that she keeps up with are friends that she's met five, six years ago at the shul at the J-Team program. <laughs> now, this is coming from a family who her parents barely make it to shul on Yom Kippur. And her Jewish boys, friends, boys and girls that she's involved with today, that she goes out with and associates with, are those kids. So the J-Team program has really become a magnet where boys and girls should not, God forbid, assimilate in the high school system and, and lose touch after bar and bat mitzvah, but on the contrary, to regain that connection and to build new friends and, and hopefully continue that uh, after. It's amazing. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County 91.9 in the FM Dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. You hear Rabbi Yossi Kanelsky. They're doing amazing work at the Center for Jewish Life. It's based in Marlboro, New Jersey. And on Sunday, February the 8th, you all have an opportunity to be there at the testimonial dinner down in Marlboro. And, of course, to support this amazing cause. Uh, pay tribute to the guests of honor and all the awardees. Uh, call 732-316-7600. 732-316-7600. Go to the website, cjlnj.com cjlnj.com. Rabbi Kanelsky? I just want to say to anyone that is listening right now, uh, anyone that lives in our area and would like to join and would like to give their children uh, an opportunity to really connect and really explore their Jewish identity, I definitely encourage them to. If you know any of your friends or colleagues or uh, work uh, colleagues as well that may uh, live in this uh, neck of the woods, this has definitely become a, a home, a haven for so many families, and Baruch Hashem keeps growing. And uh, you asked before, how do I do it? 
Uh, I want to continue to be busy with this, and uh, Hashem Baruch Hashem gives me the strength, the time somehow to continue to do it, as you know. And I want to thank you for being uh, such a close family friend for so many years, and much atzlacha to you, as the Rebbe blessed you uh, many times. Uh, atzlacha and everything that you do. Amen. Continue to grow and uh, to continue to inspire Achenu B'nai Yisrael, our brothers and sisters all over. Thank Amen. you very much. Thank you very much. I hope the Center for Jewish Life dinner is a tremendous success. Amen. Happens February 8th down in Marlboro. Use the phone number and web address, everybody, for information. And my thanks to Rabbi Yossi Kanelsky. Wednesday morning broadcast. This is JM in the AM.